Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's get to the real reason that Mike Francesa is coming back to WFAN. And good morning, everybody. I'm Bob Salter. All right, I'll reveal it. The real reason? I'm the one person on the air who never said goodbye to him. You see, I knew he'd be back. Never doubt me on things like this. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to our program. We're going to have a fun show today and a good one in terms of some good information that's being shared with you as well. Hopefully, you and yours are well this uh, final Sunday in the month of uh, April here in 2018. I'm very pleased this first hour of our program to have a guest back on the program with us. Uh, She joined us on this show a couple of years ago. We had a very good discussion then. Now, theoretically, she should be somebody who would be, uh, I want to use the words very tired, but I'm tempted to use the words exhausted after what she has been through in uh, the past week because she has had the experience of doing basically seven marathons in seven days. Just think what that must be like, huh? Mm. Eva Cassell is in studio joining us on our program. It's nice to have you join us again. Thank you very much. Welcome back to our program. Um, There's so many different things to to talk about um, in this discussion, and we'll get into talking about why it is that you've done the marathons. But preparing for this, you and I were talking a little bit before we uh, started this part of our program today. What was the preparation like this year, especially with the kind of winter that we went through? It was a little difficult this year. Oh, come on, a little (laughs) difficult. (laughs) As you said, we had some um, very interesting weather this year, which evolved. Uh, a lot of different elements and nor'easters, yeah. snow, snow, more nor'easters. So, um, with that, you just have to um, really think about why you're, you're doing what you're doing and who you're training for, and get out all the clothes and the gloves and the hats, and just go out there and run. Um, I'm not really a treadmill runner. I'd rather be outside in the elements. 
so it's it's important that I get the training in. So I had to do it was needed with the weather and get on the roads and get in all the miles. Okay. Now, let's get specific about this. When we're talking about all the miles, during the week, what do you use usually do? Um, during the week, I usually get up about 4.30 and out of the house by 5, doing probably up to 7 miles a day in the mornings. Um, then on Saturdays and Sundays, every single Saturday and Sunday since beginning of January, I run at least 20 miles each day. Um, Hang on for a second. Somebody help me up off the floor. At least 20 miles each Saturday and Sunday. Yes. Um, it's just I have to do that because I'm running you know, seven days in a row, at least 26.2 miles, some days more. Uh, so at any given day, and this is years and years of training, I could probably go out and run 20 miles. So it's just important that I just keep that up and um, I have a good base. And um, with the weather, you know, you just have to take it as it comes and go out there and dress correctly. And I always feel there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad clothing and just dress, <laughs> dress appropriately. <laughs> I'm assuming during the winter um, you believed very much in this concept of layering? Yes. Okay. Layers. All right. That would be very helpful. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's so many different thoughts. Some of the people who are listening to our discussion today didn't hear us talk previously, and they may be thinking, wait a minute, why is she doing these marathons? What's this all about? How did you get started doing this? Uh, this event is to honor our troops, our veterans, and our fallen heroes. It's a 184-mile running tour to bring awareness to them, to remember them, and to never forget them. I love when you use that phrase, running tour, because literally, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because geographically, give us an idea of the area that you cover. I mean, how much of the area? So uh, we cover uh, a good portion of Long Island, uh, anywhere from Valley Stream out to Shelter Island, there are days that we are doing full marathons in uh, at the on the east end in Sag Harbor and Shelter Island. Uh, we do a marathon on the south shore from Valley Stream to West Babylon. Uh, we did another one on the north shore of Nassau County, uh, all through Glen Cove, Locust Valley, Seacliff, uh, all in that area. Uh, so, in the middle of the island, we were in Farmingdale. So we're pretty much um, covering as much as we can on, on Nassau and Suffolk County to um, honor our veterans and our fallen heroes. Okay. A lot of thoughts on my mind. When you first started running, let's go back a little bit. I'm always curious about people who run. I wish I, I, wish I had that kind of mm -hmm. discipline, basically. When you first started, chronologically, when was that and why? I first started running, um, I think it was 15. Uh, my dad wanted to lose weight. So we, it was one summer. He said, come out with me, you know, 930 after it was dark when no one could see him, and let's run around the block. And... <laughs> 
So I went, and at the time I was more of a softball, field hockey player. I wasn't really a runner. So we ran around the block, you know, when it was dark, and then we did a little bit more and a little bit more. And after a month or so, he lost the weight that he needed to lose, and I just kept doing more and more loops. And next thing I know, I'm running two hours every night, you know, you know, 9 to 11. And it's just something that I, that I enjoyed, and I just kept doing and um, that's kind of how it all started. And this specific tour, the idea for this, how did this come about? Um, I run a lot of uh, local races for our veterans on Long Island, and I've also run Marine Corps Marathon a few times. And by running these events, you meet a lot of um, soldiers and sailors and Marines and a lot of our veterans with prosthetics and some that use hand cycles. Mm. And... You know, by doing this, you come to understand uh, our veterans a little bit better, and you meet Gold Star families. And I've had this this gift where I could run long distances, and I decided to kind of focus um, my charity efforts towards this this type of event to honor our veterans. And that's really how this all started. Uh, the seven-day format is something that brings more and more awareness every every day. So uh, that's kind of why I've chose that format, and it gets me to uh, visit different parts of Long Island where we have lots of different memorials. And this year we visited over what we call a point of honor, over 66 points of honor. Okay. There's a lot of different thoughts, again, questions in my mind, I'm assuming, and some of the folks listening to us as well. One of the things that some people may be wondering is, okay, this... Sounds like a very good idea. Um, how do you balance the efforts involved in this with your normal life, day job, etc.? Uh, it, it's hard. There's a lot of uh, planning that goes into this, a lot of logistics, a lot of planning. Um, and, of course, I have a full-time job. Uh, so a lot of this... Uh, we work on our, on any evenings and on weekends, and we've had weekly meetings with our team um, and monthly meetings where we get together and discuss it all. Uh, this is the third year that we've done this, uh, so we do have um, some sort of structure, but uh, it does change year to year. So um, it is a lot. It is a lot of work that goes into it. By the way, that was a hint for you to mention your daytime job. Yes. What do you do during oh, the day? So I, um, I'm vice president of information technology at Suffolk Federal Credit Union, um, and they do support this event. Um, they're the major sponsor. Uh, they understand what's involved and uh, how much planning that goes into it. And I couldn't, uh, of course, do this without the support of our president and our CEO and our board of directors and, of course, all our staff who do run fundraisers as well to help raise money um, for our cause, which is Hope for the Warriors. In doing this event, the preparation for it, what kind of a team do you have helping you? Um, I have a logistics team. Uh, there's two or three people on that team. We have a, a marketing team from work that's involved. We have a, um, a public relations person who does a great job in helping uh, bring awareness to the event. Uh, it, it's just a, a lot of work putting together the routes and contacting 
um, all the needed uh, local uh, officials, letting them know that we're, we're going to be running through their town, the, also the um, Suffolk County and Nassau County Police, the local county uh, offices, to let them know that we'll be there. So it is very time-consuming to uh, put it all together. And when you're preparing for this, I asked you this question earlier, and I want to ask you this on the air now. How do you prepare yourself for, or can you prepare yourself for something which I would imagine has got to be very emotional at times? It is very emotional. Um, you know, the, you hope you're prepared. Uh, you think about those that you're running for. Um, each of our days is in honor of a fallen hero or a few fallen heroes. So during each day, you try and think about them. Um, and then, like this year, we had many different events. They came, many different um, days where things that happened uh, positive, um, media, and, and and things that happened that that get you through the day. Uh, you meet different families that you haven't met before with fallen heroes. It's very emotional. Uh, we visit many resting places where we, we place flowers. We place over 184 flowers this year. That's just very emotional to be a, at these resting places and, and place flowers and have memorials for um, all different uh, wars, the Korean War, World War II, uh, Vietnam War. Uh, We've stopped at VFW posts. We met different veterans, um, some in the, even in their 90s. So it's, it's very emotional, uh, but we try to build, I try to build on that, that strength and um, continue on. One of the things that sometimes people don't think about, those families, those soldiers, or those members of the military, we're serving now you know it's it's not so much that you know we're in a war or several wars and you know we have our troops there it's that we have so many people deployed in different parts of the world and you think of the impact on them and on their families yes that's what a big part of this event is about is is uh awareness awareness that we do have troops that are still out there that are still there fighting for our freedoms um you know of course we've had fallen heroes that have fought for our freedoms and they they, they have not come back and we, we try to remember them but it's important for us to always remember that uh this is going on all the time there are troops out there 24 7 fighting for us, and it's important that we always remember them. Mm. It's a, a very emotional event, but um, very worthwhile one. We'll also uh, give some contact information for folks who are listening to us who may want to be supportive of uh, Eva's efforts. We're going to talk a little bit more, too, about some of the reaction that you got along the way, especially perhaps some of the reaction from some of those uh, veterans who are more seasoned in age, too. We're talking with Eva Cassell in this first hour of our program on The Fan this Sunday morning. Good morning, everybody. This is Bob Salter. We're in discussion with Eva Cassell this hour of our program on The Fan. You want to join us in our discussion, you can at 877-337-6666. That's our phone number here at WFAN. And Eva, what I want to do a couple of times in our discussion today is to mention a way for people who are listening to the discussion who um, 
you know, we get people who want to be supportive of efforts. Sometimes people have an idea of something that might be um, helpful uh, to you. You never know what kind of connections you can make uh, through being on a show like this. How can people reach out to you? And the other question that I'm going to pose is, even though you've completed your participation uh, in the event, completed the marathons, and you finished Friday night, um, can people still donate? Yes, of course. Um, until what a setup that was. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, our website is um, goteameva.org. So at goteameva.org, um, you can send us emails. You can make a donation. Of course, we're still looking to get more donations in. Our goal is um, 50000 this year. We're at about 28000 now. Uh, it, it's important that uh, we keep the event going. We call the event... Um, Team EVA, and EVA stands for Every Veteran Appreciated. Uh, last week, we called it the Every Veteran Appreciated Week. Uh, but it's important that we always remember our veterans. And uh, it's just not a week of remembrance. It's, it's appreciation throughout the year. So, of course, we're still accepting donations at GoTeamEVA.org. And uh, we appreciate uh, any support. And one of the things that you mentioned when we were talking before starting uh, this portion of the program is you talked about the idea of appreciation of the veterans, and you also used a very interesting word that I'd like you to expand on, and that was respect for the veterans. Yes, it's, it's just so important that um, we understand that our veterans have fought for our freedoms, and you know something that just because we're not in a war right now does not mean that uh, we forget what they do or what they have done. It's important that we remember them in the past, in the present, and in the future, and we show our respect. And, you know, I like to ask if you know a veteran or you see a veteran, you know, you, you just say hello today. And uh, we keep them uh, in our hearts and always show uh, us respect for what they've done for us. Okay, that leads perfectly into this idea of the response that you get from the veterans themselves what do they say especially because you're you're meeting people from who've been involved in different conflicts um, wars and also from different time periods i mean you got people who were involved in the korean war i'm assuming world war ii mm -hmm. uh vietnam yes uh I'm assuming the Persian Gulf War or wars, um, Afghanistan, um, Iraq. It's there's so many different areas. What do they say? It's it's very interesting because um, it becomes quite an emotional week, meeting different veterans from from that that span that you just expressed of time. Um, I was running with some veterans who are post 9-11 veterans and I've also met veterans in the Korean War and they're just so appreciative that we recognize that they have served and the fact that people forget that they have served this country and it's just so important that um, that that they're recognized and there's just an outpour of emotion um, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, they are emotional. I'm emotional. 
and it, it's just really important that we continue to remember them and appreciate them. And I think appreciation is is really the the key here that um, they give their lives, you know, for us. Uh, and their job is twenty four seven. And you know, sometimes we don't remember that. When you go to the stops at the VFW posts or VFW halls, what's that like? Um, there are you know gentlemen who come out and they they you know they greet me when and my team when we get there, and uh, that you know they they've heard about what we're doing and why they're doing it, and they're so encouraging that, that we continue on, and they're always asking you know you know where's our next stop and and who are we seeing next and um, are we going to this post or to that post and you know they just wanted to continue and build and grow. Hmm. Very interesting. It's interesting ideas that, you know, come to mind associated with this because this is an event that I would think, you know, has grown but also potentially can grow uh, even larger too. Um, what I want to do as well is work in some thoughts from some of the folks listening to us. WFAN's toll-free line, 877-337-6666. It's brought to you by Mohegan Sun. Unlimited possibilities await you at Mohegan Sun. Plan your stay at mohegansun.com. Tell you what, let's start on the phone and, um, well, let's see. Who are we going to start with here? We'll go to uh, Rob in Lake Success. Rob, good morning. Welcome to the hey, fan. Good morning, Bob. You know, I, I know of the uh, I run, I run for the Greater Long Island Racing Club, so you know a lot of the same people I do. I'm on the actual race team, and I'm heading to the park right now to, to run an event as well. <laughs> Number one, I must tell you now, Eva, I am so fascinated. I know what Eva does. You could actually, when she did this event, you could actually run with her, Bob. She had, I guess she had a team, which I'll ask about in a second. But Mark, it's very fascinating to me that she's doing is. Unbelievable. Now, I've been running since 1980. I've run 17 marathons in my life, which is maybe seven in a week. I was more of a 5,000-meter runner on the track in college, but I've run Boston many times and New York City. And what she's accomplished, you know, going through one event, one marathon, is takes so much on your body, okay, and hitting the wall at times. I've wound up in... In Boston, in, in IV, in the medical plants, getting IVs when I got the finish line, and and it's it's an incredible uh, endurance what she's accomplishing. Eva, I've only run in my life 80, 90 mile weeks in college, and what you're doing is you're doing double that in a week. So what you're doing is a completely different animal. But more importantly, what you're accomplishing in your your goals and what you're trying to uh, get out there, the world. Okay, I cannot thank you enough. Um, every veteran, uh, I'm sure, that's out there listening, thank you. And next year, uh, I'm going to you know, jump in one of these one of these uh, locations. Uh, I'm, you think what in the North Shore? I'm in the Great Neck area. Like, that's a part of Great Neck. I know you're, you know, you're all over the island, Suffolk and stuff like that. But Bob, she's, well, she's accomplished. But people are listening. To run one marathon, 26 miles, mm-hmm. okay, Months and months of training. I start in year-round, but I start focusing for Boston in January and really get my, my brain into it every single day. It's a seven-day-a-week job. Once in a while, you take a day off. This woman is doing seven in a week. It, 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 it's beyond my thoughts 
and I want to congratulate you and, and, and just want to express my, my, uh, my thoughts on that. And Bob, it's, it's a fascinating uh, discussion. You always light up my, my morning when, when I listen to you. And I've got to have time to train, but thanks for the time as always, Bob. Thank you very much, Rob. Thank you for your kind words as well. 877-337-6666 is our phone number here at The Fan. You want to join in the discussion with Eva Casal? You want to react to what Rob shared with us? Um, again, thank you, Rob. I really appreciate your support. Um, I know it, it's hard, especially for um, people who don't run, to understand what I do. And then when runners, too, have, have sometimes um, a hard time understanding what it what it means to train and and do this um you know I've, I've said a few times that I've just been given this this gift this ability to run long distance and you know it, it's such I'm so blessed to be able to train this way and use this gift um for for others and um I, you know I really appreciate the support of everyone and and um again Rob thank you thank you so much when you get the feedback from uh, veterans about the event. And what that means to them. Um, how does that... It might seem like a silly question, but I'm going to ask nonetheless. How does that help you in, I guess staying motivated to keep doing this because this is a lot of work it does help me stay motivated because it means that um our mission is moving in the right direction um when you know our mission is is to bring this awareness and when i get feedback that i'm you know doing the right thing or we're doing the right thing you know i want us to continue and grow the event and do it every year and make it better and, and add more stops and again this year we had a lot more stops and we placed down a lot more flowers, and we met more people. Um, so it, you know, kind of enforces that we're moving everything in the right direction. And one of the things that we do um, this year is when we met veterans, everyone we met, we handed them a challenge coin, and just to thank them for their service. And we also asked runners um, who participated. We set the events up so the last 5K runners can join in and run with run with me at uh, the last part of every day, uh, we again thank, uh, showed our appreciation by giving them a challenge coin. But giving these coins to the veterans, um, they were so appreciative, uh, not just of being recognized, but that, I'd, that I was giving them something to to remember why we were there and why we were thanking them. Mm, it's very nice and it's very interesting because as Eva was saying that, she literally handed me one of the uh, challenge coins. These are very, this is very nicely done uh, too. Um, when you are conducting this event, you also have had the experience, you had it this year, of interacting with young people and interacting with them in a positive fashion. Would you perhaps share some, what some of that was like? Yes. This year, um, we were running through uh, COPEG and the uh, COPEG cheerleaders and track team and students from the high school were waiting for us as we came around one of the corners. Um, I wasn't quite expecting that. And they were cheering, and they were they were so happy that we were actually going through their town and, and recognized their veterans, um, these high school students. 
uh, every single one of them came up to me and hugged me. And um, it, was, it was very emotional. And then the track team ran with me for, for almost two miles to uh, next VFW hall. And we, you know, we would place flowers and they were very um, solemn and they, un- they were starting to understand the mission and that it's important that we remember our veterans. And as, um, you know, young students, um, they were very respectful, which would, to me was, was very important. And I took a lot away from that. And just being with them also energized me for the rest mm-hmm. of the day mm-hmm. um, because they were understanding what it was that we were trying to accomplish. You know, and again, this, uh, the, the following day, same thing when we were in Patrick, Patrick Medford, high school students were there. Uh, they came out to run with us. They were so excited. Um, and their high school is dedicated to Michael Murphy. And again, um, we asked some of them to help put down some flowers at the memorial. And they were just very respectful, and they just really understand how important it is to honor and remember uh, those who serve our country. Mm. You know, one of the things that I asked you when we were talking in preparation for our discussion this hour of our program, and I want to talk about this when we uh, come back from a break, is about the mood overall. Because a lot of people might hear what we're talking about and think, well, the mood is going to be solemn, the mood was going to be somber, but I want you to talk a little bit about that, and we'll talk more about some of the experience that you had with um, people that you met along the way, and also remind people of how it is they can be supportive of the efforts of Team Eva. Go teameva.org, the web supporting on the fan. Good morning, everybody. This is Bob Solter, and we are in a discussion, and it's a good one, with Eva Cassell on our program. You want to join us in the discussion, you can at 877-337-6666. You can go to Go Team Eva, that's all as one word, .org, to find out more about the efforts um, involved and also to be supportive. Uh, make donations uh, through there, uh, be in contact uh, with uh, Eva and her team. Um, perhaps join their efforts or help out in some way. Go Team Eva, .org. Now, one of the thoughts that I had, I mentioned before we paused for our break and Dave's update, is to talk a little bit about the overall mood associated with this event. And, you know, you're still in this period where I guess you're coming down from doing this because you got to be on a roll to uh, pull off seven marathons in seven days. And unfortunately, I know you didn't get much sleep yesterday. Um, But the mood itself, I would make the assumption, and I would think a lot of people probably would, at first blush, they're going to think, Oh, oh, it's going to be sort of somber. Is that the case? Actually, it's um, it goes back and forth. There's a, there are times when it's somber. You know, we start out the day very positive and, and energetic, and you know, we're looking forward to getting the day started and moving to our different points of honor. Um, there are points where um, you know we're visiting final resting places in small rural cemeteries that are tucked off the road somewhere or a mass of national cemeteries um you know we place roses on grave sites and we you know i always say a little silent prayer so it is a little solemn then but you know along the way there are people who are honking and cheering and you know really uh brings the mood to a different level and it brings us you know brings the energy with us 
So the fact that we see a lot of positive changes in mood, so it's not it's not all solemn. Um, it, it actually runs the gamut of all different emotions. But uh, we do find even with some of the Gold Star families, um, they're very appreciative of what we do and they're happy. So it, there are days where in times when, it, you know, it is a happy experience to be with them and to honor their son. Okay, going to the cemeteries. We talked a little bit about this before we started uh, this portion of the program because, you know, there's lots of different cemeteries and there's a couple of um, uh, cemeteries on Long Island, I guess, fall in that category of being uh, national mm-hmm. cemeteries. There's one, you were talking about, to me about the one in Calverton, was yes. that it? Mm-hmm. That it? Uh, and there's there's another one. Correct? Yes, uh, Long Island National Cemetery. Long Island National Cemetery, which is where? In Farmingdale. Farmingdale, that's right. Okay. Um, going there as part of your efforts, um, first of all, what's it like to even get to be able to do that? Uh, of course, these are uh, areas of re- respect, and you must respect these, these cemeteries, and we do. And we do need to get permission to take our event there. And we've been very fortunate that we've been allowed to do this for the last three years. Um, so we get permission to go through the cemetery and uh, pay our respects. And one thing I was telling you earlier, Bob, is as we were going through Long Island National Cemetery on Sunday, you know, all the the rows of the headstones, I just kept imagining that these could be rows of troops, mm. and these are people who have fought for our country, rows and rows of um, heroes, rows and rows of heroes who have fought for our freedoms, and I kept kind of seeing, you know, uh, men and women in all you know all different uniforms just kind of lined up, and I kept thinking of the thousands of people who have who have fought for our country, and given up their lives. Mm. And when you share the experience of what this is like, when you when you're in this period now where you're sort of I guess I'm going to use the word decompressing uh, from this. What's this like for you? Because this, you know, you, you do this build up to do this event. How do you come down from it? Um, it takes a couple of weeks. Like right now, um, in a, a part where it's 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 so overwhelming. Um, it's very hard for me to even to remember each day. And I know over the next few days and the next two weeks, I'll start remember different experiences. Um, so right now, it's it's like a whole week of, you know, meeting incredible people and um, running with with incredible um, friends and and new friends and new runners and and meeting all these veterans and you know each of these there's a lot of small experiences that are very meaningful that happened this whole week but right now they're all kind of jumbled together and um, you know as I kind of get rest and my mind clears a little bit. Um, they'll all come back into focus. Now, I understand also, as you were taking part in these marathons this week, technology played a part, interestingly enough, in terms of an app. Is that right? Um, Yes, we had a tracking app that we used uh, to keep uh, progress of where I was 
for anyone who wanted to follow so they can see at any time um, my location. I understand it worked pretty well, um, and that was really helpful for uh, anyone who was going to any of the stops that we were visiting and um, the runners who were with us. It's also neat to use the technology, Yeah, I too. think it was really neat that we had the technology to use it, yep. WFAN's toll-free line, 877-337-6666. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, let's see. We're going to Sharon in Copeg, who wants to join us here on the fan. Sharon, good morning. Welcome to the fan. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Just want to let Ava know it was amazing to have her come to Copeg on Thursday. The town was so proud. I've never seen our town come out the way they did to greet her. Um, we had uh, the veterans, we had the Knights of Columbus, we had uh, Copeg Chamber of Commerce, we had a lot of the uh, kids from the schools, and the kids from the schools were amazing. They were amazing the way they, they greeted her, the way they hugged her. So I just wanted to let her know how proud we were and that the town was so happy that she stopped in Copeg. Thank you, Sharon. Um, it was quite an emotional experience. Even now I'm getting a little choked up. Um, <laughs> I know it was it was amazing. It really was. She's and, getting choked yes. up. She listen. She wants a pillow. She's she also looks like she's exhausted too. Um, sure. Listen, at the end when I saw her go oh, come through on Friday, let me tell you, she looked as good as when she started a week ago. That's all I could say. So God bless her. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much for your call this morning, Sharon. Too. Interesting. Um, and, you know, Sharon capturing some of what you talked about in terms of the real spirit of the town there, uh, too. One of the things that I found interesting is that you have an actual opening and closing ceremony, uh, too. Tell us a little bit about how that works. Uh, yes, we have an opening ceremony where we um, have the uh, color guards and the Emerald Pipe Band come, and they actually do an official opening. And we have um, our digni uh, local dignitaries and politicians come and speak uh, from both Nassau and Suffolk County. Um, we have our president and CEO, Ralph Spencer. He talks about the event. He opens and closes the event. Uh, and um, we have one or two veterans that speak and some Gold Star families. So we do that at the beginning uh, to officially open the week, and then we also do that at the end, the uh, last day, the closing ceremony, which is um, always very emotional. And when you decompress as you're doing now, when does the planning for next year start? Uh, we start talking about it. Um, well, we're going to have it. Uh, we have a debriefing meeting, which we'll have in the next week or two, to kind of go over the whole week and um, you know critique it and talk about things that we can make better or change. Um, we always try to look for improvements, uh, and then we start again. You know, it seems like August. It seems like we start talking about it again and start planning. Um, our planning sessions and you know it does take quite a while for us to put it all together and even at the last minute the routes and things are changing uh, even this 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 time we saw some memorials that we didn't have planned in the route and we changed the route at the last minute to go to them uh, so it's so it's constantly changing but that we do start early around August 
And along the way, as part of the event or events, I guess you can, I could say, what's the support of law enforcement like? I mean, obviously in some areas you need guidance in terms of. Uh, the law enforcement has been amazing. Uh, they will come out and block roads for us. On Friday, we had to go to Bald Hill, which is um, which is in a very traffic heavy area. They they closed the road so we could go across. Uh, sometimes they just know about the event and they're aware of it. Um, they come and support us, even though we don't ask them to. Uh, both in Nassau and Suffolk counties, and a lot of the local city police as well came out to help us. Um, and, and you know, I have to say thank you so much because it it, it also helps with the with the whole day and the tone and and knowing that um, they see it as an official, somewhat of an official event, and they are supporting it. You mean there's traffic heavy areas on Long Island? I'm shocked. What? There's a, there's a bulletin right there. <laughs> when you're you ask towns as part of I guess the planning for uh, this event, towns that you're going to be going through to um, display the American flag. What's the reaction like? Um, I get a lot of feedback that um, we always display our American flag, and yes, we'll put the flag up. Um, in the town of Glen Cove, uh, they put all the flags up that day. Um, they also gave flags out to businesses and residents to put up for um, the week. Uh, so there, it is very supportive. That's cool. Uh, yeah, you know, I think it, it, you know it's very important. That's kind of like what we try to express is that all businesses and, and residents display their American flag, um, what we call during every Veteran Appreciated Week, and of course, it's important to, to display this all year long as well. Now, I didn't ask you this earlier in our discussion because obviously this event has uh, happened for more than just one year. How much have you raised for charitable causes? Um, over $250,000. That's pretty nice sum. Pretty nice. Do you have any idea when you started this that you would raise that kind of money or even get the kind of response and reaction that you have? No, not, not at all. I was just, um, like I said, I've been given this gift to run long, run long distances and I always felt it was important to, um, try and, paid forward, if, if, if that's the phrase I should use, paid forward to help others. And um, since I had this ability, um, I've tried to use that to um, do the right thing. Mm. And when you think of the future, how would you like to expand this? We add more and more stops, and along the way we saw uh, – locations, uh, memorials that we were not aware of, and VFW halls that we were not aware of. I think we need to get more of the towns involved, help us with the planning, um, help us identify uh, places that we can visit to honor and remember our veterans. I think that's important. Um, some of the days have been long days. Um, as Sharon said, the day we went to Copag, we went to uh, over 12 different VFW posts. So um, that was a long day. But that's what we want. We want to be able to keep stopping and remembering and honoring. And it's going to take more involvement, I think, from not just my logistics team, 
but the towns that we go to visit. Now, you ran 184 miles. How many flowers did you um, We, I think we ordered at least 184 flowers. We, we placed over 184 flowers. We placed single roses. We placed wreaths, and we placed cones at our different locations. Okay. This is an excellent opportunity, I think, to put this question up. What can you use in terms of help from people who are listening? Uh, well, of course, you know, we're, we're looking for donations for Hope for the Warriors. Um, that's the organization we're raising money for. They have transition services for those returning home to provide hope and restore uh, restoration services for, that, for themselves as well as their families. Um, they've helped over 10,000 people. And we're looking to raise money. Um, our website is goteameva.org. We also have an email address for any questions and any suggestions. Um, we're always willing to listen and hear. But again, we are trying to raise money for, for this organization, which does help our veterans. Okay. In terms of logistics, volunteers, things like that, can people who are listening get involved in that fashion? Absolutely. We can always use volunteers to help us at, um, with some of the logistics, um, at the, help us with some of the um, running legs. Well, as we mentioned, the last 5K or 3.1 miles of every marathon, uh, we have it set up so runners can join in. We can always use support there with that. Um, for a donation, you can uh, join us. Uh, we'll we give you a T-shirt. Um, We've given out challenge coins this year just to, sh to show our appreciation. Um, and you know, that, too, for me, is a big part of the event uh, because those that come in and run, um, it's very energizing for me and helps me get me get me through the rest of the, the, you know, the end of the day. So in my mind, I look at it like I'm running the 23 miles and the energy of everyone who comes to run with me, they carry me the, you know, throughout the rest of the day. I just have a couple of words for you. First of all, thank you for joining us on our program. Get some sleep. Yes, all right. I will. <laughs> you, you've got to get some rest. I'm really worried. My goodness, she's got to come down from this. It's quite an event. Eva Casal has joined us this first hour of our program on The Fan this morning. Thank you very much. GoTeamEva.org, the website. Folks listening to us can be supportive of your efforts there. Thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.